Welcome to Dr. Jeffrey Ross' Looking Good and Feeling Great podcast, live from Las Vegas, with his co-host, Daryl Craig Harris. Hi folks, this is Dr. Jeffrey Roth, your board-certified plastic surgeon here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and we are back at it again with another podcast. How about that? Yeah, and actually it's exciting because Vegas is now starting to reopen. We yes. just had a actually a boxing match this weekend here, and we did. It's it's starting to open. Uh, boxing is back. Uh, hockey is back. Uh, it, it's just it's it's exciting time. Uh, you're driving around town, and everybody's hiring, which yeah. is really really cool. And so I think we're going to come out of this uh, better, stronger. We already kind of are, uh, and if uh, nothing else, we're resilient around here. And uh, we can't wait to open up because hospitality is really what Las Vegas does best. Yeah, and, and uh, Memorial Day weekend has always been a huge holiday. I think this year it's going to be maybe twice as big, judging by the traffic I just experienced. Right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, people are, are ready to come out and uh, cut loose, and uh, we're just a place uh, to do that. And and more places are opening up, and I think we go to uh, 100% capacity uh, in the next few weeks, uh, a couple weeks actually, and uh, and it's just it's going to be terrific. Yeah, it's exciting. Um so you actually did a news appearance this week and on 8 News Now in Las Vegas talking about injectables and people that do them, I guess, I would say illegally. I don't know how you want to, how do you say that? But tell me about that segment. I know it's a, actually a very important subject because it's something you've come across personally and we've seen that a lot on television lately. Sure. So uh, absolutely. It's it's a funny a phone call because we're at the office. We're running around like nuts. And, uh, you know, the I-team investigator calls on the phone and that's always, that's like, you know, Morally safer calling. You're like, do I really want to pick up the phone uh, yeah. and, and, and get this? And 8 News Now is actually, that's a terrific yes, news outlet. They, they've been around uh, forever, and George Knapp and those guys mm-hmm. have, have been uncovering stuff uh, here for forever. Um, so uh, so we get that phone call, we're like, yes. And uh, they said, no, uh, it, there's a, a lady who was hurt, and we want you know a medical viewpoint on this, and is this a real big issue? And we went, oh, absolutely, let's talk about that. So the and yeah, please go ahead and uh, and take a look at the. Uh, they did a nice job uh, with it. Um, uh, but to basically, very long story short, a uh, gal um, that uh, you know, mom and had a couple babies and was getting in shape, but she wanted a shapelier butt, right? And we, we've all you know where this is going. We've all heard this before. Is so she went ahead and had some injections done, not at a plastic surgeon's office, not at a doctor's office, uh, with this stuff called macrolane. Um, and it's funny because I wrote about macrolane uh, about ten years ago and talk about the long tail of the uh, internet. Um, the, the, so the macrolane thing uh, came up again and they, what, in Britain, they were putting this stuff into breasts and calling it the boob jab. And so that mm. people would kind of enhance their breast for a little bit, but it was, it was not a good concept. You'd have to use a lot of stuff. You couldn't really get out to where you wanted to. And the worst thing is, is radiologists hated it because it obscured breast tissue. So they couldn't make calls on cancer. Right, which stuff. is very dangerous. Very yeah. dangerous. And so thankfully they banned uh, that use in uh, Britain and such. So now Europe has a uh, hundred or maybe a thousand more uh, injectables and neurotoxins and stuff than the United States. And a lot of it gets slowed down by the FDA, which some people <laughs> say it's, you know, the federal delay administration, but the, the Food and Drug Administration really has prevented some really bad things from uh, hitting uh, the United States. So um, so you love them, you hate them at the same time, but they're absolutely necessary for that. So so this gal goes ahead um, and uh, got a subsequent infection from it uh, and then had to get treated, et cetera, et cetera. And so it was really a cautionary tale uh, from this this gal. And so so the reporter uh, came out and we, we talked about, well, how is this possible and who's injecting, et cetera, et cetera. So we talked about that, that every major city has had a, a death from a uh, butt injection. Mm. Uh, and it's it's usually in a, you know, a no-tell motel somewhere. Um, right. uh, and I went ahead, I went online, and actually you can buy Macrolane online, please don't. And you can get somebody, they actually offer, you know, for additional price, they'll send somebody out to your hotel room to you know, put it in your butt. I'm like, well, yeah, how can this, you know, how, how this bizarre. be? Yeah. So now, so, so believe it or not, Nevada has tried to address this thing. One is uh, there's actually a law stating that who can inject, which should be an MD or DO, right? So a doctor, uh, an RN under the, under the auspices of that MD, DO, uh, and then PAs, physician assistants, as well as nurse practitioners. Uh, and that's it. And dentists uh, and uh, podiatrists. So, um, so those are folks that are allowed in Nevada to do that. So, if you're in a chair at a hair salon and somebody says, "Oh, I got some Botox in the back," that's not 
kind of where you who you want to be with. Yeah, that's actually. Where. I mean, and it's funny because it seems like such an an odd thing, but actually that happens a lot. Right. Yes, it absolutely happens a lot. And and again, not to cast aspersions. And there's lots of there's so many good injectors in town. Why would you go to somebody who's not credentialed uh, to do that? Right. Um, and and there's plenty for everybody. Yeah, and it's really not. I mean, it's not worth putting your health at risk, or absolutely. even you may save a few dollars, but right for cost or for anything else. The other right. thing to talk about is uh, the wear, right? Because again, the salon is not really probably where you want to go ahead and do that. Uh, again, the death that we had here in Las Vegas um, was a butt injection uh, from the back of a tile shop. So if you're walking into the back of a wow. tile shop, it's probably not where you want to be. The other thing too is, is that patient uh, didn't die of uh, what was injected into her, what happened was is she had so much pain, they were injecting lidocaine. Lidocaine is a uh, numbing agent. And she actually died of lidocaine toxicity. Now, the, the people that were doing this to her, for her, to her, to her, um, basically just dumped her on the street and, and yelled at somebody, hey, go call 911. Well, wow. they tried to hot-tail it to the... Uh, to the airport, and they actually they actually did a great job, Metro and those guys, uh, and they nailed them at the airport. Oh, that's good. Uh, so they actually they caught them, and uh, <laughs> it was yeah. So so even here in Las Vegas, yes, you know that 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 absolutely happens. So uh, so the Nevada legislature I made a law saying that you can only inject uh, neuromusc neuromodulators, which means your Botox and your Dysport and your Zimmin, uh or uh, fillers um, in a hospital or medical office setting, a doctor's office, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so, and then there's also, because so many convention comes, came here, they amended it so that you can demonstrate it. If you're a bona fide group, like the American Society of Plastic Surgeons sure. or yeah. that kind of thing, yes, you can uh, demonstrate you know, in you know a hotel, hotel, but it's got to be a doctor to do it. Under supervised, right. right? So that's yeah. that's a whole different uh, whole different story. But that's for demonstration purposes only in a bona fide you know, national organization, you know, type place. Is, um, with, cause we hear, I mean, obviously we hear a lot about Juvederm and, and these different products, injectables. Um, what are normal complications that you've seen? Is there, do people ever have allergic reactions? Sure. That's a great question with any sort of procedure. And we were taught long ago to respect every procedure. There's no just in medicine. There's no just yeah. in surgery. Oh, just uh, throw the IV line in. Oh, just go ahead and do the appendectomy. Right. Yeah, just as a minimizing word, which we really try not to use in medicine and surgery. So because if you're, you're going to take a knife to somebody or a sharp pointy object, you got to kind of remember that, you know, bad things can happen. So the things that we're always um, concerned with would be a bleeding infection, anesthesia complication. Those sure. are always the, the three. Uh, and so that's why we talk to patients, oh, what do you mean you're on blood thinners? Okay, well, you're not getting Botox today. Okay. Right, yeah. Uh, you imagine. know, what do you, what do you mean you just got uh, over, you know, uh, a bad case of, you know, fill in the blank? Uh, so, okay, you're not getting you're getting stuff today. So so you got to talk to the patient a little bit, see what medicines are on. That's always a big thing. Uh, and then go from there. Specifically to um, the injectable itself, rarely have we seen reactions, thankfully, uh, to it. Uh, there's been a couple times that, yes, we'd have to give a little bit of antibiotics because it's got a little redness, et cetera, et cetera. But thank goodness, uh, nothing that we would have to go and debreed or swing flaps or do any of that kind of stuff to. Mm -hmm. But the corollary to that is I can. Right. Uh, in as much as if something goes you're really to do that. bad, sure. yes, you know, the plastic surgeons and, uh, and ENT uh, folks and oculoplastic folks, you, you know, we have hospital privileges. We can go ahead and take that patient and, uh, and do our best to fix it. Um, so that's kind of important too, is, is one is, can your injector, uh, take care of any complication that might arise? And then even more importantly, as board certified plastic surgeons, we're trained to try to, to identify problems before the problems. Again, sure. are you on uh, blood thinners? Are you on vitamin E? Oh, you know, that's a blood thinner, right? Are you explain, taking... Explain the, um, the reason why the blood thinner thing is an issue. Sure. It seems obvious, but... Sure. So with uh, blood thinners and sharp pointy objects, uh, usually you can go ahead and bruise or uh, bleed afterwards. Uh, a little bruise, not a big deal, you know, and then a hematoma is a bigger deal. So hematoma, what's that? So oma means mass, right? So carcinoma, hematoma. So it's a mass of heme, blood, right? So uh, so hematoma is basically a pocket or mass of uh, blood. Mm. So, um, so you want to avoid those. Uh, and so uh, again, those folks that happen to be on blood thinners or that sort of thing, 
you just got to be really, really uh, cautious of, of that. Sure. Um, is there, so when you do a, a session, uh, an injectable session, if it be at uh, the, you know, Juvederm or Botox, is there, um, do you try to limit the amount of that you do in that day? Like we, we'd only work on certain areas and certain. Sure. You know. I do. I mean, some folks uh, in major mo- metropolitan uh, centers, your, your New York's and your LA's and stuff, uh, sometimes we'll get a little bit, uh, over the top, uh, meaning, and again, it's a certain patient population that comes in and says, Hey doc, I don't want any. Yeah. Cause uh, some people can't actually tolerate more than just one. Right. Well, well, <laughs> well number one is, 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 is they'll say, well, geez, I don't want any lines. Okay. We have to go ahead and <laughs> right. okay, you're 52. Okay. Right. You're going to have yeah. a couple lines. Exactly. So you're going to have to talk a little bit about, uh, that and, uh, one, and then two is some, some of these folks will be, there's aggressive and non-aggressive. I'm more conservative. I'll be the First to admit that, but they'll go ahead and put six, seven syringes in, and and sometimes right. they do, and they get great results. Um, but you got to have to be a little bit cautious. For me, it really depends on the patient, especially if it's a long term patient that I've had. I know, you know, kind of where we're going and what. Right. And, they, and they also know what to expect because there, there is there is discomfort and and a bit of, of course. Pain. Again, we try to make it as nice as we can. We put numbing medicine on if we're going to do anything. Um, as far as the cheek area or lip area or nasolabial fold area, we go ahead and do a dental block. So you're just like the dentist. Oh, okay. So we say all the time that we cater to cowards and chickens. Uh, and <laughs> I'm that's, both. <laughs> that's what we do best. And first timers, that's what we do best. Right. And so, uh, and then we, we get them through it. And they usually say, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. Or are we done? Or, you know, or that kind of thing. Uh, and then, you know, if mom or your daughter goes with them, they go, oh, that's not so bad. And then, you know, yeah, they, what's they you, what you see. And I, mean, I, and I should say, actually, too, because we did that. We did that on me. We did some filler and, right. and Botox because I had a scar, um, a, uh, you know, the Grand Canyon on my forehead. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it was actually, I mean, it was a bit of intimidating uh, with the needles on the face. But like you said, you, with the numbing cream and everything else, it actually is, it wasn't, it was really not a, that unpleasant. Right. And we talk about talkesthesia too. And you learn that uh, when you're a medical student going ahead and sewing up uh, folks in the ER. And so, mm-hmm. because people are scared, they're afraid, like, oh gosh, and then here's going to, somebody's going to, you know, clean their wound and then sew it up. So you kind of talk them through it. And some people yeah. was, okay, tell me everything, doc. Like, okay, so now we're going to go ahead and put in the deep layer stitches and then we're going to have the upper layer stitches. Right. And just like so that. they know what to expect. The, you know, the blow by blow. And then some people are just like, don't tell me, just fix it, doc. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then they zone yeah, out to true. their happy place. And like, okay, but I go ahead and I tell um, the guys and gals when they go down to sew some up. The other thing too that you got to slow these guys down a little bit because uh, they want to sew, right? And so you put the um, the lidocaine in there, the numbing medicine, and they pick up the thing and they want to start moving. I'm like, no, 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 you give it a little time, <laughs> yeah. to set up first, right. and then you go ahead and go at it. So it's just yeah, everybody. The other thing you learn in the ER early is you lay everybody out, meaning you put them in a gurney. Uh, and then you put the hand out if you're working on the hand on mm-hmm. uh, a mayo stand or et cetera, et cetera. But you, you try not to like do things with people standing up or sitting up because if they get whiffy and it happens to all of us, right? Uh, yeah. you know, I, we had one guy in our office, great guy, six foot eight, but just a solid two twenty to 30. I just a rock. His right. teeth had muscles. It was ridiculous. <laughs> He's the guy that worked out twice a day. I just, right. it just, you know, and, um, the first time and it was hot and he didn't uh, eat and he was dehydrated and stuff. And so, yeah, he started to kind of cone in uh-huh. and he was passing out and, uh, and that's okay. And, and so when it happens, it happens, happens the best of us. Uh, but picking him off, off the floor would be a mess. So, <laughs> well, yeah, of course you don't want them to be, they can injure themselves of course. in that situation too. Right. We were actually, uh, it's funny that you're talking about ER and that kind of thing. We were talking about some funny doctor stories and so we can't really probably tell on air, but what's some of your favorite, kind of stories that come to mind. Oh, so yeah. funny. I know you must have a ton of them. A thousand. Yeah. Fa- favorite, <laughs> favorite, favorite stories from the ER, especially in Philadelphia. So, so getting back, I mean, I love Philadelphia, but everybody's always, when I was there, I'll put, I'll, I'll phrase it that way. Cause it's come a long way is it was a bit on edge. It was the nineties and, uh, it was a crazy time in Philadelphia. It was a crazy time. There was a lot of crack going through and, and, or our hospital sat, if you turn left, it was kind of a nice area. The mayor lived there. And if you would turn right, it's not the nice area. You don't want to be there. And, um, and so we were right there in the middle of everything. So we would get Cuisinart injuries and we would also get gunshot wounds. So we, you know, we, right. we, we got a little bit of everything. So, but, um, the, the gunshot wound. So, and then some folks would go ahead, unfortunately get shot, get in their car, try to drive, lose blood, right. wreck the car. So are they blunt trauma or penetrated trauma? <laughs> it would really mess up your statistics. Yeah. So, crazy. so that's that part. But, um, so yeah, so this one guy came in and, uh, uh shot in the abdomen. 
and he's, you know, talking to you, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, okay, blah, blah, blah. He says, you know, John the Abbey, we got to go to the operating room. And uh, he says to me, he says, well, doc, he said, what was the caliber of it? I'm like, what do you mean? He says, was it a nine? Was it a 45? Was it, I'm like, well, you can't really know because I don't know how far away he was. To. He's like, oh, come on, doc, you do this a lot. What is it like? I'm like, all right, do you really want to know? He's like, like yeah. CSI. He says, right, CSI, yeah, CSI in, the, in, the, in the ER where, right. you know, all heck's breaking loose anyways on a you know, Saturday night. And, uh, and uh, I said, you know, I said, to be honest, it looks like a 22 or a 25. Mm-hmm. And he was so upset. He said, somebody capped me with a toy gun? That's BS. I can't believe it. And I'm just like, it's enough. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll get the job done. Because you and me are going downstairs right now to the OR. So we did. There was a couple of holes in the bowel and everything wow. else like that. And we had to go ahead and, and fix them up and everything. Yeah. But yeah, so that was, the, there was yeah, there's always some How, how many some years were you doing ER in, in Philly? Well, yeah. So I did general surgery in Philadelphia for okay. seven years. And so um, there was a smattering of Everything uh, from plastics to urology, lots of general surgery, right. uh, bowel cases. I you had like reattached arms, fingers. We did, yeah, we did, <laughs> we did, we did that. We did that stuff. Uh, we did that stuff too. And wow. um, um, yeah, all of it. It was it was really busy at that point. Remember, we were still working 120 hours a week, and sure, um, yeah. and so we saw a lot. Uh, you know, we were tired, but uh, but um, but basically, it was a lot of camaraderie, camaraderie, and your. Your buddies pulled you, you know, through it, et cetera, et cetera. And we were very supportive with each other. So, so it was, it was really terrific learning and, uh, you know, shout out to my professors and everything else like that to one, put up with me, but then two, to actually really teach us and teach us a lot of the yeah. right ways and to that's, do I stuff. I mean, the, like we were talking about Penn and, and the, those, uh, that area of the world. I mean, that is actually, that's world-class doctors. I mean, sure, people that train there and then go. Yep. You know, from other countries and yep. elsewhere. Yeah, no, there was five medical schools. There was no county in Philadelphia per se hospital, uh, but there was five teaching hospitals, and so everybody had a little piece. So mm-hmm. there was us at Medical College of Pennsylvania and Hahnemann, uh, as well as um, uh, Penn, as well as uh, Temple, as well as graduate, as well as uh, the Jefferson Health System, as well as Albert Einstein. So there was a lot. Yeah, uh, the New York's of, not so of, far away. Uh, so. Of, of folks. So yeah, and that was, that was yeah, the city. And then there was all the little bit small, those the major teaching hospitals. And then the smaller hospitals also got their fair share uh, of, uh, of, of stuff as well. So yeah, no, there was lots of just crazy banana stories. What's uh, some of your you know, favorite yeah. memories of, of being there at training, I guess, or was there certain doctors that really stick out or? Sure. I mean, we so, talked about that a little bit before. But. Sure. I mean, things, I, the, I think the camaraderie uh, sticks out. I think the food sticks out uh, as well. If, you know, you had cheesesteaks and hoagies and, yeah, uh, and, course, uh, yeah. and that, that, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, you get to be a Which cheese. Which is going to, that's leading into our next topic. You get, you get, to, be, you get to be a cheesesteak snob after a while. Like, what is this? Sandwich. What is this? Yeah. Um, oh, that's so great. Yeah, uh, and great so, yeah, food. so that's, uh, and then uh, it's just a, uh, it's it's an interesting place to to work and to play, and um, there really is a work ethic, or there was where I was uh, back there. Some not so much, but others, especially the nurses and especially the techs and especially the people that uh, that pushed around the patients. They they worked their tail off. They yeah. they worked hard, and they would pick up a double shift, and they would stay late. And if you, you really have to. to love that so, job because it's you it's, do you it's, can't really pay somebody enough to do that. Right? No, you, these guys don't get paid nearly. I mean, you double it, and they're not getting paid enough. Um, especially with the stuff they have to to put out, uh, to put up, put up with, and and then again, it's a uh, it's a it's a place where sometimes the elements are against you. You know, you're you're it's it's a blizzard, and you're you know, driving on uh, black ice to try to get to the hospital, right. yeah. uh, et cetera, et cetera. Security actually had this big old truck with big old tires that like the nurses would call and say, uh, "Hey, I'm stuck. Come get me," and, oh. and they, they would go ahead and grab them, bring them in. And there was one, I still remember this picture. It was a huge blizzard snowstorm. And uh, some one of the nurses was going up Henry Avenue and got stuck. And so she got out and she wrote a sign. It said MCP nurse and had her thumb out. And some and somebody picked her up and said, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, come out. such an you, important job. I'll get you to your hospital. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so it was it was really an incredible place to, 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 to learn. And I'm still in touch with uh, folks today uh, who I was residents and, uh, and interns and such with. Mm-hmm. So, and some of these guys have gone on. They're chairman now. Some of them are, are writing papers and doing right. all, of, all of that. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, a, a thousand stories. And then even on your you know worst call day, yes, you would go out, um, you know, and, and have a sandwich with these guys before going to sleep. Uh, and even if you were up all night or you would, you know, you would uh, be up all night and somebody would say, hey, come over. Have, I have food. You would go here, eat a sandwich, like say three words to the guy and say, 
Thanks. Okay. Yeah, you're leave. so and tired. Just right. I mean, everybody knew there was no there was no pretense. There was no like I have food. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm coming over. Right. So which leads yeah. us into yes. Um, you messaged me the other day because you actually have now have an official sandwich named I've, after you. I've finally made it. Uh, this is the you cra- have arrived. This is this is the craziest thing. Well, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a weird thing as a kid. Uh, growing up in delis, okay, mm-hmm. we talked about some of the greatest delis of all time. I've been to Stage, I've been to Carney, yeah, uh, Katz is who I love in New York. So those are the yeah. New York guys. The LA uh, folks, you have Labels Tables, you have Juniors, you have Cantors, which is again a amazing a yeah. institution of itself. And again, we were talking before the show. I don't think they've changed the carpet in thirty-five years. <laughs> Uh, and they it's have well thing- seasoned. Oh yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, right. So there's that, and then there is the the, the kibitz room, which is again just this one of those anachronisms that you get a black and white cookie, go to the kibitz room, have a beer, and then watch Guns and Roses play. This is like the <laughs> '80s, '90s. It was insane. And uh, so you have that, and the bagels across the street, and then you had a whole bunch of, and Nate and Alice, of course, in Beverly Hills. So you had all of these places. With all these delis, and they would have on the menus. They would have you know their their shorthand for the salad. You'd have you know the Wentwood, the Westwood, or the Brentwood, or the Hollywood, you know the Hollywood, you know this right. Yeah. And some of them you know would name them after you know famous people. You had the Sammy Davis. You had the this. Or that. Okay, fine. So very long story short is here in town in Las Vegas, and Las Vegas has had good good delis that would come and go, right. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but. Um, so there's this new well it's new, it's, it's called bagel mania it's been around actually since the 80s mm-hmm. and uh uh and a couple of friends of mine uh, took it over and they were working out of a 2000 square foot area now it's a 10,000 square foot area yeah it looks amazing their bagels are unbelievable uh and they actually supply some of the bagels to um the hotels uh, mm-hmm. on the strip so and this was a passion pro- a project of Steve uh, Stephen and, and uh, Judy um Siegel. And uh, so these guys were out of their minds. They would go ahead, they would get on a flight, it's steep, and a bunch of his buddies would go, and they would go to L.A., or they would go to uh, New York, or they would, and they would go to all these delis and mm. order everything on the menu. That's smart. And mm. eat it and take notes and everything else. Mm. They were they're out of their minds. This has been going on for like <laughs> two, three, this is like three, four years uh, worth of stuff. Jelly and so it was, it's, and so they, but and and he doesn't care if he lose money. Honestly, he, yeah. this is a passion project for him. Yeah, they love and, food. Uh, and and uh, you taste, you know, tasted ten different times of, cor- uh, of corned beef. It's ridiculous what these guys did. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so and they know the food business. They're picking box donuts, et cetera, et cetera. So, so they just went ahead and opened up this ten thousand square foot deli, and they really did it right. And it's connected to the convention center, and it's going to be open twenty four hours because hey, we live in Las Vegas, right? right? Yeah. So again, if you're out about at two or three or four a.m. Uh, and you're like, man, I really want to go I somewhere to, go to buy eat. And order your Dr. Roth, <laughs> right? So yeah, so so anyway, so I go to the I, I go to the uh, the opening. You know, they have the opening. Randy right? sit down, stuff like that. I says, oh yeah, go ahead and pick up the menu. I'm like, oh okay. So I'm looking through. Okay, and there and it's ridiculous, by the way. And they have the Dr. Browns. They have everything that you want or should have, right? In 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 a in a deli plus some. And uh, so I'm looking through the thing, and it's and it's named after some folks. I'm like, oh, there's the Bob Arum. Okay, well that makes sense. There's the Goodman. Okay, for for mm-hmm. you know uh, the, the mayor's mayor. the mayor's Goodman. Uh, they have you know, so you have all these luminaries um, in Las Vegas. I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of neat and cute and stuff. She, she's like, yeah, turn the page, and uh, it was uh, um, it was really weird. And I'm like, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I look down there, uh, and there on this uh, page. Next to all these luminaries is uh, the Dr. Roth. And I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm looking at this. I'm staring yeah. at it. I'm like, it's such a neat who? thing, yeah. you know? Um, and uh, it was really uh, kind of touching for me because I one, never thought I'd be on a menu. Right. You know, <laughs> and then two, to have grown up, grown up in delis and have like seen all of these, these, uh, you know, basically, you know, uh, touchstones or uh, right. uh, idols or luminaries, you know, in that world. And then to have me on literally the same page with these guys mm. was unbelievable. Um, and then I had the sandwich. So uh, yeah. I, 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 Dr. Roth, ordered the Dr. Roth. <laughs> um, and that, it sounds a little cannibalistic. It's a little, it's a little weird. <laughs> I'll have a me, please. Yeah, I'll have one of me. <laughs> you know, so, but it's Vegas, right? It's, uh, and so, and it, it's the... Uh, uh, I, as I look at the sandwich, it's, the, it's probably the healthiest sandwich on the menu, unless oh, you have a good. salad, yeah. right? So, but yeah, but it's uh, it's basically it's a grilled chicken with some sprouts and uh, some avocado and uh, some tomatoes and, awesome. and so it's really 
a fantastic sandwich, I have yeah. to tell you. And uh, so, yeah, so if you're, in with the, if you're within the sound of my voice and you're going to go to <laughs> Las Vegas, absolutely go ahead and have a Dr. Roth. So, tell tell uh, him Dr. Roth sent you. And Dr. Roth sent you. To have absolutely. a Dr. Roth. <laughs> Dr. Roth told me to come in here and have a, have a Dr. Roth. Lose our minds. Uh, so, fun. so yeah. So for me, that was. I, I know it sounds weird. My my wife thinks I'm insane, but uh, <laughs> but I'm like, no. It's this was for me. This was a big deal because yeah. they've handed you know, you do stuff and they hand you a certificate, they hand you a plaque, they hand right. you oh, okay, well thanks, you know, they whatever, or you know they don't hand you anything and say you know uh, see ya. <laughs> <Keep> um, <laughs> but that one that one really uh, to yeah to be immortalized in a deli uh, that I think is going to be a a huge success with something absolutely different and absolutely shocking and surprising. Yeah. Uh, surprising that's very, well, it's me. very kind for them to do that. It's yeah, abso- really nice. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, so, um, so, so we're going to be back uh, there like a lot as, as, uh, as you <laughs> I can, know we were just talking about that. We all have to go as, as, as you can imagine. So, yeah. Well, and, and you won't be disappointed. They, there they, might be, a, there might be a video involved. They actually, oh yeah, <laughs> they, they, they actually did it right. And they have the deli counter and they're actually looking, it's funny. They're actually looking for people. Everybody was so down, uh, darn nice down there. And Steve's like, yeah, we got to fix that. So if it's going to be a traditional deli, you got to have a couple of like, yeah, you don't want that. You know, some of the waitress people are just like, yeah, no, yeah, that's you don't want that. No, I'll get you, I'll get you what you want. <laughs> exactly. Okay, what? What do I want? So yeah, yeah. so and then uh, you know, if it's a true traditional deli, then you know, grandma will steal the rolls and the, and the sugar packets <laughs> and sweet and low because yeah, those sandwiches my, are gigantic too, which is which so, uh, oh, it's preposterous. Yeah. I mean, she, she, you and a buddy can't eat them. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just and the salad. I mean, some it's just ridiculous. But they had really they they had the um, uh, the taste testing and it's it's out of this world right. and, uh, and and we're ac- I should say that we're saying that we're not sponsored by them. no not we're, at all we're saying so, it because absolutely it's just and awesome. it, well yeah. and I was talking to Steve too and says you know and it's 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 part of the culture that people are going to complain so whatever you do it's <laughs> exactly. going to be it's not as good as my grandma's exactly. you know like oh you yeah. need this instead of that so um, it's it's part of the fun awesome. so uh, yes absolutely so yeah, um, so that, that 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 was that ha- so that happened yeah uh, that's exciting week, yeah what definitely and I have to go check that out. Um, yes. Tell people how they can find you um, online if they have questions about sure. plastic surgery, all that kind of stuff. We love it. So we love questions. Uh, so we are online. Uh, our, our home base, if you will, is the website, uh, which is www.jjrothmd. Uh, so it's jjrothmd.com. Uh, and there's lots of information uh, on there, um, including clicks to this uh, podcast and uh we really try to get enough information out there uh, so that people can really read about it. Um, and then if you have further questions and you want to come in and be seen, by all means, uh, go ahead and contact us uh, uh, at uh, 702-450-0777. Um, and our uh, staff will go ahead and answer questions. And the best thing is to come in. And I say this all the time. I would rather somebody spend 20 minutes with me than 20 hours on the Internet uh, and get good information uh, and the best or the best information I can come up with. Uh, and then social media, we're all over the place. Uh, we are at Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and uh, LinkedIn uh, even and, and all of that. And um, so by all means, if you have any questions that arise from that, please, please go ahead and give us a call uh, or uh, an email. We love questions. Yes. Or if you want topics for this show, um, we're happy uh, to go ahead and do that too. Yep. And they can also find your um, really great sunscreen, which is a product that we just released um, it's actually available through the website. They can call. It's available for shipping. And that's, uh, we talked about that before, but that's a great product for the whole family. It is a great product. I, I, it's my product. So, right. So, and, <laughs> uh, and you can't, you know, you can't say the world's best sunscreen. You can't do that anymore. So we went with uh, a really great sunscreen and it's really great. Uh, in as much as we've been, honestly, we waited 18 years to go ahead and put a sunscreen together. Why is it great, Dr. Roth? Well, it's not a chemical sunscreen. It's basically a mineral sunscreen. So it acts like a shield instead of a sponge. Um, is it gentle enough? I put it on uh, my daughter, so that'll that'll tell you, and my wife, uh, and you know the kids that come over, you know, and, and play and such. And uh, everybody seems to really like it, especially the gals at the pools here in Las Vegas. And it's 110 degrees, and these girls right. are getting cooked. And so we have a body one, but we also have a face one, and they really love the tint. We have a non-tinted and a tinted. They really love the tinted uh, sunscreen because they're, some of them say, I don't even have to put a makeup anymore. Yeah. Some people say, oh, I use this, and I blend makeup on top of it. We had one gal that went for a big, bad laser, which and you can get really good uh, results with lasers. I don't have one, so I send them to a dermatology friend of mine. And she says, my stuff is the only stuff that didn't sting her. Uh, after a laser. So we really think we have something good here. So if you want to try uh, a, a sunblock sunscreen, 
uh, yeah, go ahead and, uh, and give us a call or hit us on the, uh, the webpage and we can get out to you and, uh, and, and give it a try. And then, yeah, uh, we, we want some feedback. But so far, the feedback's been really, really good. Awesome. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And um, we really appreciate subscribers. So please do that, too. And uh, have a great day. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Get the best skin protection from the ravages of the sun with Dr. Ross' really great sunscreen. Because you and all your loved ones deserve the best. Developed and produced exclusively by Dr. Ross. Really great sunscreen. For more information on looking good, feeling great, go to www.jjrothmd.com and check out the full range of non-surgical products.